to another edition of It's All Relative. I'm Josh. And I'm Ange. And we got Jersey in the house. Someone who you know particularly well, Angela. Yes. I'll let you elaborate shortly. But joining us today, creator of SWFX Creations, liquid artist, Jonathan Galenti. Welcome. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hey, man. I uh, We appreciate you agreeing to come on It's All Relative and taking the trip. Appreciate um, you having me. Absolutely. Uh, Angela, you want to talk to us a little bit? So... Tonight's guest is very special because we grew up together, um, did a lot of shenanigans, a lot of crazy shit, um, a lot of fun stuff, and it's my little brother and my favorite. Oh, that's, oh, that's so nice. Uh, let me ask real quick, what, what's the age gap? What's the age difference here? 18 months. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, that's very close. Okay. Almost Irish twins. Yeah. Right on. So, I mean, you mentioned a lot of a lot of sibling shenanigans and whatnot. Uh, give me an example of something that you guys, as siblings, have I'll done. Let, I'll, I'll let Angela take that one. Go ahead. Oh God, so many Put your things. On the spot. Um, anything, anything that comes to mind. Uh, we used to go bike riding a lot, and um, I remember one time we snuck to town. Like we lived by probably about seven, eight miles away from town. We snuck to town, got really tired, called our mom. Yeah. That was fun. Well, nice. we won't get into um, too many crazy things, but right on. We used to fuck with people and <laughs> some bad stuff. <laughs> right on. Well, I mean, like we mentioned, uh, you know, this is the first time in uh, our show's history uh, that a sibling. Of an it's all relative member has been on the show. No, nice. Uh, first, so, nice. Yeah. So you know, uh, I couldn't think of a better way to spark that sibling rivalry uh, with something new that the show is trying to do. Um, we did start with it last show, Angela, but um, I guess we didn't really elaborate enough. Uh, so for those of you who haven't listened, go check it out. It was uh, episode 64, Life Coach Kristen Rowe. But the new game that we're trying, um, we're going to do it every show, all right? And it's going to be between our guests or guests and Angela, who will be representing It's All Relative. Oh. That's right. I'm representing. Hopefully I don't... Fail. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, some of the rules, I mean, I'll ask you guys a few questions pertaining to events that have happened since our last show, um, as, as well as some questions uh, pertaining to the subject matter that the guest at the time may be involved in. Um, listeners and fans, we urge you to play along and see if you would have been able to hold it down for the guest or lose to the It's All Relative team. And if you want a chance to be on and try to hold the belt, make sure you contact us. We'll uh, sure. we'll give you that information at the end of the show. Uh, I did mention a belt. You know, those of you who followed the show or myself over the years, you know that I'm a huge wrestling fan, and uh, I do want to mention that uh, you know I, I will take donations, or we will take donations to get a real belt. But for time being, we got this uh, nice toy prototype here. It's official. It's very shiny. Yeah, actually, it was one of the we got it at one of the live wrestling shows that we took the kids to nice. uh, when they were when they were young. But um, so the belt stays on the winner's seat, and 
when we do the photos and whatnot, you know, the winner of every show will hold the belt. So if you follow the show, you'll be able to see, I guess, you know, who wins. It's going to be me. Every time. It's so. going to be me. So even though we started last show, we didn't incorporate the belt. And, and unfortunately, it was a tie between you and Kristen. So we can't end on a tie. And if that case presents itself, we'll we'll see what happens next. But um, but you guys ready? You ready to start this? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Uh, we got to keep score. And uh, who who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right. All right. So Jonathan. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, let me clarify real quick. If yeah, there are any questions about any of the questions, feel free to ask. Okay. Any questions about any of the questions? <laughs> yeah, because I mean, okay, so the first question, um, it, it, it may be a little weird. We'll, we'll just see how it goes. Sorry, good. So, but all right, this, this man recently passed. So, uh, what movie was Carl Weathers not in? Was it Rocky Four, Happy Gilmore, or Predator Two? Rocky Four. Angela? Predator 2. I don't remember that one. So that's what I'm going with. All right. Um, first question, Angela, you got it right. Did I really? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah he in your di- face, bitch. He, I'm just joking. He died in Rocky <laughs> 4. So. All right. Ready? Second question. Who scored the winning touchdown in this year's Super Bowl? Was it Travis Kelsey, McCall Hardman, or Isaiah Pacheco? I'm going to have to take a guess because I didn't watch it. Uh, say the names again. Travis Kelsey, McCole Hardman, or Isaiah Pacheco? Uh, the last one. Pacheco. Angela? I'm also going to go for a guess because I, don't, I didn't watch it, but I'm going to go with the Harding. Hardman? Hardman. Okay. Um, I don't think it was Kelsey. Kelsey. Okay. Uh, Angela, you're correct again. It was hard. I'm on fire. Yeah. Yeah, she got the answers written down over there. In my hand. It's right on my hand. Yeah. Actually, I'm quite surprised that, uh, that Angela, that you got those two correct. I'm usually so very do. good at multiple choice. If you were to ask me dead on, I would be completely stupid. All right. Well, keep it up. Let's see. What's the average price of the new Apple Vision Pro? Is it... Two thousand, four thousand, or six thousand dollars. Question. Four thousand. What's your question? You said the Vision Pro. Is that a phone or yeah, a it's tablet? It's the new Apple Vision Pro. It's the future. It's that's <laughs> they've created headset. a headset, isn't it? thing. Yeah, it's a visual headset where everything, all your apps, everything is right in front of you, and you can. You know, you open it, you know, email, uh, Instagram right okay. here, Facebook. I'm going to have to agree and say 4000 also. Okay. Because that seems like it would be pretty pricey. Okay. Well, there's a lot of things. Could be six. Well, how many, what were the choices? 2000 4000 or $6,000. Oh, yeah, I'll go with the six then. Okay. Final answers? Yes, 6000 Jonathan, you got it correct. I played you on that one. <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> Fucker. Yeah. All right. All right. 
Everybody Ready? gets one. Next question. What creates cells in fluid art? Is it silicone and dimethicone, silicone and sulfuric acid, or dimethicone and acetone? First one, I believe. Silicone and dimethicone. Angela? I'm going to go with the third. Dimethicone and acetone. Jonathan, you're correct. Thank God. I should have went with you. <laughs> so wait a minute. Are we tied right now? Yeah. Okay, uh, and this is the last question. So, what show just celebrated its 25th anniversary? Was it The Sopranos, Friends, or Lost? I'm going to go with Lost. First Sorry. Off. <laughs> I was going to say Lost. Too. My bad. <laughs> All right, so Jonathan, you said Lost. Angela? I'm going to go with Lost as well. Okay. Um, you both are incorrect. <laughs> so, we have ended in a tie. Still, man. What was the answer? It was the Sopranos. What was the question? Yeah, I, I think I'm... What no. show just celebrated its 25th anniversary? Oh, I was thinking about a show that was still on. So was I. Isn't that... No. Okay. No. Wait, wait, wait. All right, well... But none of those shows, none of those shows are still on. So, okay, um... A loss is still on. Nah. It shows you how much that was the only one still on, but so we do have a bonus question, but now I'm a little concerned. (laughs) If both of you get this correct, how are we gonna decide who wins? I don't know. Um I don't know. We're gonna have to maybe plan better. Hopefully one of you guys will get this one. I guess I can't say the same answer as you. Unless I'm really... Uh, I don't know. We'll see. see. But, okay, so, bonus question. Ready? Let's let's see. Where is or was the birthplace of the kayak? Oh. Is it Greenland, Norway, or Finland? Oof. Jesus Christ. Norway? Uh, Norway, Finland, or... Norway, Finland, or Greenland? I would say Norway, just a guess. Okay. I would too, but since he did that, I'm going to go with, what was the other one, Finland or Greenland? Greenland. Final answers? Greenland. Okay. Angela, you're correct. It was Greenland. Yeah. Okay. That was actually quite cool because um, I was actually scared that we were going to tie, and that would have sucked. Give me that belt. Okay, yeah, Angela, go ahead. Good job holding it down for this whole relative. (laughs) All right. Good job. Uh, I'm actually quite impressed, and that went well. So that last question was I tried to, because I know you both are. That was a good one, because I like kayaks. Yeah, I know. I didn't know that answer, though. Me neither. I thought Norway, too, honestly, but I didn't want to say the same thing. Yeah. Well, good job for not. we would have been tied again. Exactly. You would have messed it all up. And wrong. <laughs> yeah. But um, all right, let, let me uh, kind of break it down a little bit and, and let the audience and listeners know kind of how I came across uh, Jonathan. Um, you know, I kind of, so l- let me... Let me start off by saying, like, I'm I'm on social media often. I'm always looking for what's going on. I'm always looking for possible guests and whatnot to uh, to maybe come on the show. And um, 
one day I don't I, I started to see these pictures of paintings that uh, would visually catch my eye with certain looks um, and you know color blends and whatnot. Looked a lot like uh, some some of them looked a lot like uh, colorful broken glass. It was just very very eye catching, and then I started to see it um, often or daily, and then I started to see you know that there was some value in these, and and I was intrigued, uh, and and I respected not only the quality of work, but the uh, you know the consistency of of the whole marketing, et cetera, of it all. And then I had seen that SWFX Creations followed um, the show's It's All Relative uh, Instagram page. And I'm not in control of that. Angela has control of that. So I don't check it too often. But we began to talk and, you know, we found out or I found out that you were her sibling, which that's how it that's how it all happened it was a little crazy but um i mean let, let's get right into it bro um you've you've made it onto the show explain to us and our listeners what fluid art is mm, it's probably different things with different people but okay. uh, for me it's it's peaceful it's very easy to do you know what i mean you're mixing colors together you're <clears throat> You know, you're just flowing them across a piece of canvas. It's you know, it's very, it's very therapeutic. So, is there a special technique, or I mean, you can't just right. So, there's a, there's a bunch of te- techniques. All so, if you look online, there's a whole bunch of different techniques. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, the technique I've been using the most, I think they call it dirty pours. Okay. Where you just put like a base coat of like white or black or whatever on the canvas, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then the base coat would be like the white, you know, you pour, you have to mix the paint with um, Floetrol, some water, and you pour a noxious amount of paint on the canvas. And then all you do is take other colors, put them in um, different containers. You can get um, little squirt bottles from the dollar store, and then you fill all those up with colors mm-hmm. mixed with that silicone, which we were talking about earlier. Yeah. But not too much. You want to put just a little bit in there. And then when you do that, you just spread it on the canvas, and you could swipe it, you could spin it, you can do all different things. But when you swipe it, that's when those cells really come out. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like you you run a bunch of different colors, whatever color is your choice, with the silicone in it, and then you just gently swipe it with like a putty knife. Huh. And then after you do that, you lift it up, and all you're doing is flowing the paint to each corner. Now, is that your particular technique, or do you do the... Spinning method, you do yeah, both. You can do spinning method too. I did. I only do a little bit of that, where like you can just have a, a smaller canvas on the spin wheel, mm-hmm. and then do a base again, and then you just draw a couple different lines of different colors, and then you you can use a blow dryer, or you can just you know blow it by just by your breath, right, and then spin it, awesome. and then the whole thing just takes shape pretty much. Um, I have a question. Yeah. The silicone you're speaking of, like, explain explain that process, because... So the silicone separates the paint, right? So if you put too much in it, it'll separate the paint so much that it'll bleed right through through the canvas. So you just so you put, put the a, perfect amount. Yeah, if you have, like, a little bottle, I don't know, like a little mustard bottle, 
you want to mix the paint first it, with this, like four or five drops of silicone, pour it in that mustard bottle. You know what I mean? Okay. So each color, you just want to have a and line. And that separates the... Yeah. Got it. Which makes cells. Make so then cells. each each of these paintings is technically an original because you can never duplicate it, right? Yeah. Anybody who's yeah. doing floor art, everyone yeah. comes out different. Because awesome. sometimes you'll be sitting there and, and it'll look awesome. You know what I mean? You put all the colors on and you, you swiped it and it looks really cool as it is. Mm-hmm. But you still have to pull that paint off. Yeah. And sometimes it gets better or sometimes the whole design will just fall right off the thing. It'll still look cool, but like... Right, to, right. to me, no, I'd be like, yeah, I no. hate it. And somebody else would be like, oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But because I knew what it looked like before, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful how fast you're flipping it and how much paint you're using and all that good stuff. That's one of the things that I think is so intriguing about it is that it cannot be duplicated. Yeah. It's an original, which, I mean, we will show at the end of the show. I do, I, I do appreciate the gift that you brought. My original. Uh, I'm so jealous because it's freaking perfect. It's, it's, I got more in the truck. You can look through them all. It's a dope, dope painting. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. But um, all right. Well, let me ask you, bro. Is there a I don't know, like a particular process or ritual or uh, a certain mind setting that uh, that you go through before creating each piece? No, but what's crazy is. So I started these in this year, this January. Wow. Like first. That's crazy. You were, I, I was doing, I was on that mushroom, I was on a mushroom kick. Okay. Well, first I was on a t-shirt kick and, uh-huh. you know, and then I started like, all right, I got a little bored doing the t-shirts and I started doing the mushrooms on the pieces of wood that I find in the woods and stuff. Right on. And then I got kind of, those are time consuming and you're sitting there all day at the table doing mm-hmm. it and your back starts hurting. Yeah. So then I was like, I had some flow paint I bought a while back, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to try that flow thing out. So then I went downstairs, and from that day, I think I made, like, at least 55 of them. That's wild. Yeah, they started out one way. I was just dripping the paint all over the place. It still looked cool, but then I was watching, you know, other people doing it, and Mm -hmm. you just take what they're doing and put a spin on it and kind of do it your own way. So from January 1st until today... I've been like so every night. A month and a half. Which blows my mind because if you look at the pieces that have been done, you would never be able to tell, bro. It looks like you've been doing this shit for a while. So. Yeah, it's, it's a fun. I like, I like doing it a lot. So let me ask you then. I mean, are there, are there emotions and feelings uh, with certain colors that you use? Like, you know, if, if you are, if you're angry... Are you expressing that in some of these some of these things, or, or, or I mean, or if I mean, you're happy? No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not angry often, and if I am, I'm at work doing uh-huh. a regular forty-hour week job. Right, when right. I'm home, down, when I'm down in the basement and doing that, my girl's upstairs cooking. You know, the dog comes down to see me. I'm in a, in a good, happy, always space. good vibes. Yeah, always good vibes down okay. there. And uh, yeah, it's it's very therapeutic. At the same time, is there? How do you, how do you go about picking or choosing the colors that you're using or trying to mix and match? I mean, some colors look really well together, and others kind of look shitty. I'm not yours. I'm just saying in general. Yeah, I've had a few like that so, where I got. I, I actually went over the painting I did because the colors are just. Mm-hmm. I, I use too much colors. You know? Okay, less is more sometimes. But uh, I tend to like metallic colors, <clears throat> and. Uh, Light colors. 
But then the black backgrounds are nice too. Like right. the black with the pink, you know, that mm -hmm. looks really nice. So I'm learning them too as I go. That's cool. I think actually I did see one too that um, was a pink and and maybe the same one that you're referring to that caught my eye too. The yeah, pink and black looked a real yeah. Yeah, that like was a, really good. Really good. Yeah, I like that one. That was one of my favorites lately. Um, I mean, I have seen, you have um, shared it on some of your social media pages that um, that you sell some of these. Yeah. Um, if you don't mind me asking, bro, uh, like, what was the most expensive piece that, uh, that's been sold so far? Uh, most expensive one piece is a buck 20. Okay. And, uh, you know, were there, what were the emotions or ideas behind that one? Well, if that, you can remember. If. Well, the motion is when I was making it? Yeah. That was kind of in the beginning. It was, um, I was very happy with it at that time. Because I was just starting to like figuring out the paints and how the silicone works. I wasn't putting too much in. And then, you know what I mean? It came out really good. That's awesome. Are these people who are purchasing these, are they local, out of state? I mean, I should clarify too, you know, that I, I think I did mention, but y you are out of state from us anyway because you're from Jersey so are these uh, people out of state from you who are purchasing uh, yeah these so are? I had my, my actually my uh, ex-brother-in-law I would call him now but he I posted a one on Facebook mm -hmm. for the first time he's seen it within five minutes he calls me up I'm on it take it down he's like so I got it he bought that and then he bought another one that's awesome I, I like how certain pieces attract people you know what I'm saying and they and they want that certain piece there's certain um people who uh I've grown up with um not necessarily close but I've I mean kept an eye and and whatnot and seen like kind of the things that they're into a few of them are artists and whatnot or, or try to you know express their artistic skill in their own way and I'm all about trying to help and support those who are out trying to do something. You know what I'm saying? I, I respect that. all that. So, uh, but some of these things, you know what I'm saying? That, that of these people that I know, like, I feel like I've been waiting for years for something that like would attract my eye enough to want to be like, yeah, you know, like, oh, I want that. But I mean, getting back to, to you and how recent, this all, you know, how recently yeah. you picked all this up. I mean, you've had quite a few that uh, <clears throat> that have caught my eye. So I'm I'm super impressed with all that. I appreciate that a lot. Do Absolutely. you have a, a favorite of those of any of the ones you've done so far? Which is your favorite? Yeah, it's funny because every time I do one, I'm like, oh, my, I told my girl, I'm like, yo, this is my favorite one. And then the next night, I make another one, and I'm like, oh, this is, this is my favorite one. So, so right now, my most recent favorite one is that long pink one with the black background. That's awesome. Because it came out perfect. Yeah, it looks like marble, right? Is that what I'm thinking You saw that? it? It's like flames, kind of. Yeah. All right. Um, we're going to take a quick break soon, but Angela, you got uh, anything else that you want to Ask Jonathan real quick. Champion. Champion. Well, um, so you, you know, we're talking about the, the paintings and stuff, but you also do other stuff. The jewelry is what you started with. So um, why don't we talk a little bit about that? The gems you get to put in the wraps. Well, let's talk about the wraps. Yeah, because the gems I kind of get off a friend and 
some of it on Amazon, depending on what I want to wrap. But yeah, this is the very first one ever made. People can't see it, but it's huge. We should take a picture of it and and show it when uh, when we release the episode yeah. too, because I mean we can address that you are very artistic and express it in in many different ways uh, with jewelry. So and Angela mentioned so you started. That's how, I mean that was the original. Like the yeah, first. that's like the first time I realized I was creative. I was like thirty four, I think. Mm-hmm. And I started wrapping jewelry. Cool. And then it came, just started doing that. I was a little obsessed with that. I'd keep doing it and doing it. And then that kind of just fizzled out. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> once I bought my house, I had a spot to do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So, so then, I, then I started doing jewelry. So I did some epoxy in. And then went up from, from there. I went to do, going into the woods, getting like roots out of the ground, shining them up, selling those, then making lamps out of them. That's dope. <clears throat> we mentioned clothes. I mean, you did mention the the T-shirt yeah, that so you're rocking is pretty dope. Doing the bleach T-shirts. Yeah. yeah. So a little bit of everything. That's awesome. Yeah. The artistic flow of yeah. it all, right? But um, anything else? Uh, did I ask you what the most challenging one was? Because I don't remember if I asked that or not. The most challenging, most challenging piece um, of art. Well, let's say most challenging painting. Oh, painting. Huh. Well, art. I would have to say the most challenging one was the I, I messed up three, trying to make two for the guy that I sold them to. Was it like a special order? Special order had them done. Drying in the office, and then Ninja jumped across it, my cat and smeared that one. And then la- two nights ago, I thought one of them was dry, that I made a new one for the. And then I ran my hand across it, and then that was Ruined. smeared. Well, so I, that was challenging. What's the average cost then? Uh, I mean, to make one of these, like out, like to get a canvas and yeah. paint. Canvas I paint. I mean, not much. Oh, really? You no, know, unless you're getting like the thick canvases. Uh-huh. You know, those run anywhere from like 50 bucks to like 200 bucks. You know, you want thick ones, mm-hmm. thicker sides. But the regular size canvases you can get in Michaels. Oh, nice. Get them in bundles. Okay. Paints in Michaels. How do you deal with the mess? Oh, my goodness. When I first started, I was just spitting on a table downstairs and it got all over the floor, so I had to keep cleaning it up. <laughs> OCD about cleaning, so I can imagine like. Yeah, so now I have a, like a desk almost made out of a. One of those planks that they deliver stuff on when they pallets, pallets, mm. yeah, with some, with some legs and put a drop cloth around it, and then I work on that. Smart. Mm, cool. Yeah. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we'll hear from how, or excuse me, we'll hear how Jonathan got into making this style of art some festival stories and other forms and types of artwork that SWFX Creations puts out. So make sure you come back with us right here on the It's All Relative podcast. I'm in the game now. 
Just the same now Explode next mode I'm the same how Don't say you know me Just say you did When you see me sliding off to another crib Boom in the game now I'm the same how The rap game will never be the same now Don't say you know me Just say you did When you hear why yo say that's that shit Welcome back to It's All Relative. Still with us in studio, Jonathan Galenti. Hey, yo. So let me ask you real quick, bro. Uh, is there a reason that you prefer the fluid or liquid art style over uh, brush and paint? Um, for me, I, li- I just like the way the art comes out different every single time. Right on. And the way you can just do... There's all kinds of different techniques to do it, and it's just very relaxing, man, to be honest. And and you always get a cool product, even if it messes up. Mm-hmm. It still usually, for the most part, comes out real nice. Nice. Have you ever used, like, maybe a real-life situation that's inspired you, and then, you know, uh, then you put it to canvas? Mm-hmm. I mean, not really. Okay. Um, then let me ask you real quick. Is there, or or you specifically, how, how do you evaluate a piece of artwork? Evaluate it? Like, what do you... Like, most people, most people see a piece of piece of artwork and it speaks to them a certain way and they say you know uh i like this because because uh, it sucked me in or, or the, because yeah, of the colors yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. of the i mean what what uh, what is it about other artworks or pieces of art that you know i mean i like a lot of abstract art okay you know i really like abstract art um you know art that you know just like what i'm doing you don't know how it's going to turn out and every piece turns out, you know, pretty nice. But mm-hmm. you know, some pieces are really, really nice. So, so that's one thing that really sucks you into this. Yeah, that... and it's just you're literally flowing paint mm-hmm. over a canvas, mm-hmm. and it's transitioning to something crazy. So then, I mean, I'm sure a question that that we all are wondering, and that we both want to ask you. Right, Angela, is um, how or who or what or inspired. what inspired or got you into this liquid art? Uh, yeah, it's crazy. I didn't start doing a lot of my art, including the jewelry, until about 34. And 34, I stopped kind of going to music festivals and you know, doing all those things. So then after that, I just started making uh, what I saw at the festival, the nice, real nice pendants with the crystals in them. And I figured I could definitely make those. So went home, got a bunch of wire, made one for the first time, and it was it was ginormous. But uh, And from there, just kept kept going at it for a while. Right on. So, I mean, for people who may not be familiar or know exactly what festivals are or what's involved with them, music festivals like concerts, 
Yeah, like night. like music festivals where you go like for the entire weekend. Right on. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of vendors and vendors, live ton- paintings. Yeah. You know the DJ or whatever is playing on stage. The mm-hmm. band, a bunch of live painters painting, <clears throat> doing the whole song. So stuff like that. People taking different, you know, psychedelics, of course. And, yeah. You know. I mean, some would say, right, as an artist or someone that's into art or or does <laughs> art, that um, to a certain degree, psychedelics uh, play a certain role. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, like we were just mentioning off camera, enlightening, yeah. right? Um, give me... Talk to us about a festival that stood out to you then, one that you went to, uh, maybe one that you will always remember and and why. Uh, there's, well, there's a bunch. Okay, so go ahead. But uh, one festival was a festival in Bethel Woods area. I don't think it was at Bethel Woods, mm-hmm. but it was in close by. Mm-hmm. Socrates, I believe. Uh-huh. So I think yeah. it, it might have been at the original Woodstock spot. I'm not 100%. Right on. And that one was called the Hudson Project. Mm-hmm. So me, I, I rented a big old RV, drove it up from New Jersey, mm-hmm. picked up a bunch of buddies, mm-hmm. parked the RV. We went in, and they didn't, security didn't search anything. They just pointed us to the direction to park the RV. We were like, right parked on. the RV right there. <laughs> so it was a good weekend. We've seen a bunch of different DJs and bands and stuff walking around. And then uh, started pouring rain. Like people's campsites getting washed out on like Friday night, and Saturday night was like the biggest night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had the. Uh, the last night was supposed to be Bass Nectar, which is huge. Then Space Jesus, Tipper, all these like Wabi, like really good, uh, <clears throat> on, like electronic music. Mm-hmm. So all that got canceled. People couldn't leave. It was muddy. So me and my friends, my, my boy was DJing on top of our... We had a DJ set, some speakers, so... Oh, that's what's up. We decided to set him up on top of the RV. <laughs> and all the people that were stuck in the mud and everything heard the music and then just came over to the RV. Now, when the party started, it was grass, like, high, high grass. Uh-huh. By the next morning, there was just mud. That's how many people were there just dancing, and it was crazy. So that was a pretty wild one for us. That sounds like a memorable time. That's pretty yeah. cool. You guys hosted your own thing. Yeah, so we became the last night. Yeah. Everybody else canceled, and people couldn't leave. That's awesome. I actually have, uh, Jody and I have an upcoming show in... Oh, shit. I can't remember. I think it's uh, sometime in July. Uh up at Bethel Woods, okay. actually, going to see. I mean, one of one of Jody's uh, people that she likes. But I mean, you know, we all at some point liked some of her music. But uh, uh, Alanis Morissette is playing at Bethel Woods. <laughs> we going to check her out. She's coming with a few other. We know people. Alanis Morissette. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think we mentioned your artistic skill and that you do a lot of different things but I do want to kind of touch on some of this um, we called it wood art yeah 
Can you kind of elaborate a little bit? It, it, like, explain what that is and, and kind of the process of it and, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, so basically, me and my boy just started going out in the woods because mm-hmm. I forget what we even doing out there. We're just wandering around the woods in New Jersey, <laughs> right hanging out, smoking. Yeah, yeah. And then I, my brother Ricky, he collects like all these crazy wood pieces, you know. So I kind of like look look for them too, you know what I mean? Because they're really cool. And, yeah. You know, they're all over the woods. So we went out and we started finding like roots in the ground, you know, like cherry roots. But when you pull the root out of the ground and you shake the dirt off it, as you can see, it's going to be a crazy looking root. Nice. So then we get a bunch of those, bring them home. Start uh, power washing, all the rot comes off, and you're left with this like crazy looking root. And all you gotta do is scrape all the dirt out of all the crevices, wire brush it, and then usually, you know, you poly it, you can wax it, you can do anything you want. And they come out really cool. Like, they take hours to do, but. Also, original stuff. Yeah. And then you can make lamps out of some of them. Like, I got one lamp so far made out of it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I did want to mention, I know on some of your uh, pictures and whatnot on social media, it shows, um, you know, uh, what is it, like little moss things and whatnot. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and the little lights, like the one that you just gifted me too was was super dope. But I've seen like a bunch of different ones like that on on the page too. Yeah, yeah, those are... uh, those are really cool. I always liked mushrooms. Uh-huh. You know, I think they're cool. And then, you know, I seen it online, some girl making them, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to try that. Oh, right on. But then I kind of started making it the same way they were doing it, but then I took little glow, uh, glue sticks, mm-hmm. and I started making colony mushrooms coming out of the sides, and then putting the lights up and making mushrooms on those, but then the... the glow stick ones, I would put glue them right on top of the, the string light. Mm-hmm. So the whole mushroom would light up and look like you know, translucent. So, but those take a while to do. Yeah. Those ones take a while to do, yeah. Like how long? Like uh, the big one I got, I made the biggest one I made probably took a good four, four or five hours. Damn. To sit there and do it all right. And do you, do you or have you sold these as well? Do people... None Purchase of, the the wood art. Yeah, people love it. When I go to the craft fairs, they they really like it, and I've mm-hmm. sold quite a bit. You know, awesome. probably about six or seven pieces so far. That's cool. So, I mean, future plans then when dealing with you know trying to sell all these things as as a vendor at shows and whatnot. What are what are some of the goals or or plans for this? You got like an idea. Yeah, the goal is to make it like a real organized operation, you know, what mm-hmm. I mean? and just have like a like a real nice pop up mm-hmm. logo on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, three ten by ten tables. So any crafter I go to, I got everything pop up, set it up. That's one of the goals we're gonna get to. Because this this summer I'm gonna try to do a lot of craft fairs, nice. you know, a couple events, whatever. Because there's a lot down in New Jersey, you know, everywhere really. So that's one of the goals. Have you ever considered um? Checking out like the festivals, like the Harvest Fest. Yeah. Particularly not the other ones that change, kind of crappy. But. Yeah, I thought of that, but I, once you get in those places, you know how it goes. Mm. <laughs> so I'd rather do like maybe like a bluegrass or a folk festival, 
something like that. But you know, you can probably might do really good at the, the other festivals too, most likely. But because yeah. I've been out that scene for a while, so well, I'm sure when people go to these shows and whatnot, they do spend. A good amount of money um, oh, yeah. on some of these things these vendors bring. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And I'm sure that the vendors themselves can make off pretty well. Yeah, they in do. a weekend. Yeah. You know? Some of the bigger events cost like three grand just to get a vendor spot, but you go to smaller ones. Right. Definitely. Yeah, they got a lot of nice stuff. Like from anywhere from like pipes to gadgets and knives sometimes, but all different kinds of like unique cool stuff right on well let me ask you bro as as like a an artist everyone has a style of of music something that may inspire them maybe something that puts them in the right you know just mindset of being able to to create what you want to do like so with that being said, I mean, who, what kind of music or, or what are you listening to or what's what's something that helps you get in that artistic mindset? Those, the flow art mostly, like heavy house, heavy house music or like some like real fast uh, psych, psych music. Give me an example because I'm not too familiar. So there's a guy, Asterix, I put a lot of those on my videos. Okay. Um... Yeah. Angela, you listen to any of this? Do oh, you know those, any of the music? Those kinds of, I don't really I mean, that, I, I just asked you because I know you and mostly I Mostly house music. I like house music a lot. Okay. You know. Yeah. I like the Grateful Dead when I'm doing stuff yeah, like sometimes. that. Or like that kind of shit. Yeah. Stuff you would listen to like when you were at a festival. Yeah. But a lot of just electronic music for the, when I'm painting those. Right on. Yeah. Different kinds. Right on. All right. I mean, we are going to be wrapping it up soon, Angela. You uh, you got anything else that you want to ask Jonathan? Yeah. Do you have uh, what's going to be next? Like, what's your next creation? You started with the jewelry and the T-shirts and the paintings. So I'm sure you're going to be getting bored with the paintings soon. Yeah, what's they're, next? They're definitely burning me out a little bit, but... What's next is probably I'm going to start back up with doing um, epoxy art. Because I did, I tried it last year and I messed up a lot of, a lot of epoxy. And what do you mean by epoxy art? Epoxy art is like... For you, the viewers uh, out there. It's, <laughs> it's, Asking uh, for a friend? It's epoxy. So you can order epoxy anywhere through Amazon or whoever, you're, whoever you go to. And it's a two-part... They'll send you like a gallon of epoxy and then a gallon of hardener. You mix them together and it dries clear. Very hard, like a... Yeah. Super hard. And what kind of art like would you be considering? Like, So I've seen um, years ago and I always wanted to make it. It's like a, you make it out of a log and at the top you kind of like drill the wood down and then you place um, those little glass stones to make it look like it's supposed to look like the tree of life, so like the brown stones and then the green stones, and then you pour the epoxy in. Would it be something like that? Yeah, that, and I want to start making um, pyramids, like big pyramids, because you can layer it. With, so in the epoxy, you can get like gold flakes, you can get silver flakes, you can get all kinds of stuff. 
and then you can uh, make them epoxy whatever color you want because you get this powder that you mix in with it. So say you wanted to make a a nice teepee or pyramid, you know, you would layer it, put some gold flakes in some clear, put it forward in the pyramid, and then you take uh, just clear, pour it in, and then you take like an elephant or something and hang it from a string from the top that goes into the epoxy. And then you would do more gold flakes and pour it in. And then you just layer it with colors. And once it comes out, you have an elephant that looks like it's floating in gold flakes. That's cool. Yeah, somebody yeah, made me uh, an epoxy ashtray that had lights in it. Lutina gave it to me. I think it was like yeah. her sister-in-law. And so like, yeah, it had like gold stars in it, and then it was just like a clear ashtray. Yeah. Cool. And then also, I'm going to do the flow art on top of like end tables, and then there's a way where you can pour epoxy on it, and it hardens. Yeah, I've seen that too. Yeah, so we cool. start doing those. That's pretty dope. Yeah, it's like epoxy. They they do it with countertops, and they make yeah. it look like marble. It's really sick. Yeah, so I'm going to get. I have two in my garage that I got off the side of the road, and I'm going to use those two to start out. Cool. It comes out really cool. Because you can put it all on wood. It doesn't have to be on canvas. So Nice. Yeah, I was going to say, don't don't rush, though, ending the liquid or flow art too soon. Because uh, it's pretty dope. Do yeah, well, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, when I was doing epoxy last year, I was messing up left and right. Mm -hmm. So then when I started doing the flow art, a lot of epoxy came across my screen you know mm -hmm. and the epoxy art ties right into the flow art in a way you got to do it a little differently but it's doing the same thing like when you see them do the coffee tables mm -hmm. and then they make it look like waves going in and all that have you ever seen that mm -hmm. that's the same thing they're blowing the colors into each other or oh, nice. flowing right. into each other so i got some epoxy so i'm gonna start doing some start of those small now. yeah yeah, you know what I thought of, bro? I don't know. It, it, you just remind me just your creative artistic style. Like, I feel like you'd be good at, you know, those like models or the city models of like that people make if yeah. they're trying to like recreate or like, you know, we're going to tear down this shit and build like a whole park and building and like they build yeah. those. I forget what they're called. Me too. I can't. It's like the, the pop-up prototype thing. But a miniature version of it. There's a specific name. There for is, it. and I can't think of it. But that it, that seems to me like something that like you'd be really good at, even if it wasn't for anything, just recreating or building like a. He's got a cool job, though. This sucks. He to, well, he it's a to, good job, but it sucks. I but you get it. to travel, like places. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> it's still work. It's good money. And you work get to go places. Work, I mean, do you want to? I don't know if we should. Just, I mean, do we want to mention any of that? What like, what you what your occupation is, or do we not want to do it on live air? Nah, I just won't mention who I work for. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but the job but, pays you know, well. In the, in yeah, the it's a good job. It's just it's me that, that doesn't want to be there. That sucks. You know, it's not. I hear you. It's yeah, work, work. I work never want to be work. Right. All right. Well, you know, Jonathan, thanks again for, you know, taking the trip and agreeing to come on. It's all relative. I you appreciate know, it. We appreciate it too, bro. Thank you. Um, one last question for you. Yeah. 
Is there somebody or who in your life Rolodex that you would recommend to be on It's All Relative? Uh, Rocket Creations. Who is or what is? You want to expand on? So it was, it was, uh, that's my buddy Zach. Okay. Me and him go in the woods and get pieces out, but he makes hand carved incense burners. Okay. And uh, whittles all kinds of mushrooms out of wood and stuff like that. Dope. All yeah. right. So um, I mean, he'd be good. Um, but I could think of other people too. I mean. Yeah. No. No. I appreciate. But I do we, know some interesting people. We like, always we. We always ask, or we like to ask every guest that comes on the show, just some, I mean, we don't necessarily, uh, we don't 100% lock these people down, you know what I'm saying? They're just recommendations that we take from our guests that we could possibly get on our show. So, I mean, any recommendation is is appreciated. So, um, is there anyone or anything that you would like to plug or shout out? Just to follow me on Instagram, SWFX underscore creations, and it's the same on YouTube. Awesome. So far. Um, all right. Angela, what are your social media accounts? <clears throat> RandomAnge78 on Instagram. Um, and you can find the show on Instagram as well at it's underscore all underscore relative underscore podcast. It's a lot of underscores. It is. It's a lot of, <laughs> lot of mouth. Yeah. Mouthful. All right. And uh, you guys can always find me at Josh underscore Toth three. That's my Instagram. And uh, my Facebook is Joshua Toth. Uh, big shout out to Stellar Sound and Media and our editor, Jackson Wallace. Also, if you are looking for home renovations, improvements, additions, and clean quality work, contact Jeff Rawl and Jeff and Chris Rawl and Jeff Wigman on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or any social media platform. Um, also, don't forget to subscribe and follow. It's all relative on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify for podcasters, YouTube and YouTube Music, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Uh, if you're using Apple Music or Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please be sure to comment and leave a five-star rating. Uh, it helps us out and it helps us show out. It also gives us feedback on what you guys want to hear more of, um, and that is very helpful. And uh, once again, you know, if you guys, any listeners, if you want a chance to go against Angela, you know, for the belt, contact us. We'll get you on the show. Um, you will lose. I'm just joking. Rematch. <laughs> um, once again, we do want to clarify: if you are using Apple or Spotify, please leave a quick review, leave a rating. Once again, it helps us out. It helps the show out. Um, and for those of you, you know, that have done that, you know, we thank you for your continued support. Um, all right, that's a wrap. Jonathan, thanks again. Thank you. Thank uh, you for coming on. All right, everyone. Stay safe, stay kind, stay proud and powerful, and we'll see everyone soon. <laughs>